This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Friend of the program, the wonderful, the one and only, the great Abdul. Abdul, hello. Hey, my friend. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm great. Uh, I would think that this would be a boring time of year for many political commentators in Indiana with the session being over, but you always find some trouble to dig up. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't find trouble. Trouble finds me. Well, you at, are- least, at least that's the excuse my little brother used to give my dad when he was getting sent to the principal's office. Now, <laughs> a very happy birthday to you. Ah, thank it, you. It is your birthday, and I'm sorry you have to spend it with me. Oh, no. You're, you're like family. Do you so. have any, um, and in fact, you may like me better than some of your actual family, right? Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have a big birthday plan tonight? Uh, actually, because I'm a college professor, tonight I'll be spending with my graduate students. Oh, that's right, and you teach at Ivy Tech, right? Uh, actually, this is the University of Indianapolis. You're everywhere. Yes, we are. All like, right. Like a bad penny or herpes. So... <laughs> All right, so you have this thing called the Cheat Sheet, yes. which is very wonderful. It's a subscription-based thing, and uh, what you do is on any politics, you sort of give us the teases, and then the Cheat Sheet, you give us the go- the goody details. So I don't want to divulge anything that's actually in the Cheat Sheet, but um, you did have some commentary on the looming Senate primary that's coming up on the Republican side. Messer and uh, Rakita, the two big dogs, we've had them both on the show the past couple of weeks. I'm surprised at how nasty this thing is getting already. Are you? Yes and no, because one of the things that I was really hoping for is like, okay, I know having covered politics and been in politics, you can have a you have a spirited primary where people have a you know robust right. you know, thoughts and ideas. But if you think about it, uh, Todd and Luke really aren't all that much different on the on the policy issues. I mean, they're both conservative central Indiana Republicans. One's from the eastern part of the state, the other's from the western part of the state. So you're not going to find a, a whole lot of po- substantive policy differences between the two. So, unfortunately, what we are seeing the first signs of is a potential for a very ugly, 
nasty, divisive primary. And actually, if both my two good friends whom I've known since I came to Indiana in 2004 aren't careful, they could actually set up a situation for a third person uh, to enter into that race. Which you are reporting on. I want to get to that in a second. Um, is this a power thing? Because, I mean, last year with the Stutzman-Young primary, it was obvious those two dudes just didn't like each other. Like, the ideologically different, personalities are different. It was obvious there was some bad blood. These two guys, as you said, seem like pretty much the same dude, but they're already getting nasty with each other. Well, what you have to understand is, for the longest time, uh, it's, it's actually it's a... This is the product of actually Indiana having a really good deep bench of candidates. You know, for example, there were the people who followed Dick Luger, your Mitch Daniels of the world. Yeah, the people, but now we're seeing sort of the the generation that came after Mitch Daniels. You got Eric Holcomb as governor, Todd Young as U.S. Senator. I mean, these guys all came in under Mitch Daniels, and so now here's another another opening, and so here we see some of the you know the the old Young Turks you know, are. You know, one to buy because they've always been competitive, and competitive is good. And they've all both represented their districts well. I think when there isn't much, a whole lot of policy differences or daylight in policy, unfortunately, you get the well, you use your plane for you know personal thing and build it back to the taxpayers. Well, your wife built the city of Fishers for half a million dollars, and you don't really live in your district. You say at your mom's house. Well, does anybody care at this point? Or is it just like gossip and fun for us? It is. I think right now it is basically the political class. But here's where I think it does matter and does have an impact. If you're out trying to raise money and these are the stories that are breaking, how do you go? As a matter of fact, I spoke to someone who was a donor to one of the campaigns the other day. And he was like, hey, I just wrote somebody a check for you know tens of thousands of dollars. Now I'm having starting to have second thoughts because of this story. Do you ever look at somebody and go, why would you give a politician tens of thousands of dollars? Do you ever ask that question to these people? No, because I know what the answer is. What is the answer? Why would you? G- I hate all these people. I don't hate them. I mean, I just. Okay. I, I, in, in the studio we're in, I'm pointing to something. Yes. What, what am I pointing to? A telephone. Yes. That is why I'm writing a check for $50,000. Because when I pick up that phone and call you because I have a problem, you will pick it up. Now, this might be uh, <laughs> deemed as in- legal influence peddling. Nope. No. Nope. Not at all. I'm not asking you to do something in exchange for money. I want you to take my call and listen to my concerns. Okay. Again, our guest, the one and only Abdul, <laughs> IndiePolitics.org. Um, now, you have said something that I heard, which is there could be somebody else getting in the race. The big rumored name is Attorney General Curtis Hill. He just got elected. Yes. Wouldn't people be like, do your job? Yes. But every once in a while, if things with the two presumed you know, front runners keep going back and forth, you know, it opens up a door for some, for an individual like a Curtis Hill. Now, the last time I spoke to uh, the attorney general, I said, hey, you ever, you're not running for anything else, are you? He just kind of laughed and said, no, Abdul, right now I'm focusing on, you know, my job. But, you know, one of the hardest things that all politicians do is manage ambition. And something I wrote in the in this week's edition of the Cheat Sheet is, you know, there's, you know, Curtis is a rising star in the Indiana Republican Party, and, you know, it's you know, built a little bit of traction out of some of the D.C. circles where people are looking, you know, at possible candidates. Because remember, we still got a more almost still uh, nearly a year yeah. to go before the primary. Is If you're a Curtis Hill, is your calculated risk, hey, even if I run and lose, I'm still the attorney general because I don't have to give that office up. And three years or two years from after that, people won't even remember I did this so I can run again for reelection. You can, but you also run the risk of, hey, you just got this job. Why are you running for 
another job. And from a, you mentioned the donors from the political class. Most of these dudes have lined up right between between Rakita or Messer. So if you're going to try to get into the money guys, most of those guys have picked sides. Um, I would say about a third, a third, and then maybe a third that's still out on the fence right now. Is the, the strike that came against Messer's wife, and we don't want to say who put it out because you don't know for sure, but uh, probably coming from somebody that's in opposition to Messer, is that strike done because they're worried about the strikes that will be out there against their guy later on down the road? My, And that has been an interesting theory because there have been a lot of discussions that have been going back and forth about, hey, Abdul, who does this really impact is it is it was it the rakita people put this out and if you did why would you put it put this out this early my theory is this messer is expected to announce between now and the end of june is officially running for the u.s senate what does this do it's sort of that first volley that when that now you got to respond to this as opposed to working on know your announcement how are you going to do it and then this question will come up now at your right announcement so it's almost sort of like a preemptive strike and is rakita i would think rakita would be hard to run against one he's uh, held statewide office in, in two separate elections but he's a region guy and those guys play for keeps right well they're both both luke and todd are not stupid people they're both smart politicians matter of fact when i today you know there's not much daylight between the two of them I want to say they were both the IBJ 40 under 40 in 2005. You were in this. It was it 06? Is that right? I was I was class of 06, and they were class of either 04 or 05. How do and- I get in that? Because I, I posted on your wall because you posted the the old link and I, I or the link to see where these people Just were now. nominated. I said I want to do this so that 10 years from now people can be like, wow, he really underachieved. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Uh, but no, but but like I said, and then also the two went to Wabash. Oh yeah, that's right. Together, yeah, so there, there's a little bit of a history between, you know, like I said, both Todd and Luke. The, like I said, the, the challenge and the problem is going to be, is you beat each other up both so badly that you're damaged goods to take on a Joe Donnelly in the fall. All right. Well, let's, we're going to take a break. Uh, again, our guest, the one and only Abdul. We're talking about all things related to the Indiana political scene. When we, t- when we come back, we'll talk about Donnelly, friend of the show, how he's uh, seeing all this. Plus, we'll get into some of the state issues that are going on and some of the things that could be ahead in 2018. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. Dot org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. 
Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Our guest, the one and only Abdul, editor of IndiePolitics.org, author of The Cheat Sheet and famed broadcaster on <laughs> WIBC. By the way, uh, I want to say, start out by saying, uh, you know, I know you're, you're showing w, your regular show on WIBC, just a couple more weeks left with that, but do you realize the amount of people you've impacted with your radio career? I mean, dating <laughs> back to WXNT. I mean, not to say your radio career's over by any stretch, but but guys like Chris Spangle, myself, I mean, there's a long lineage now of guys who said, man, we're really here because of Abdul. Wow, you really need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you've influenced a whole now generation of people have grown up listening to you, and we're out there in the world now kind of making our own stamp on the broadcasting industry, and you've played a big part in that. And, and one thing is, that you need in this profession, broadcasting, as it changes and, and the dynamics and, you know, the challenges, whether you're a WABC radio in New York City or, you know, W, you know, XYZ in Glendale, Montana, the challenge for our industry is how do you survive when people have so many more options right. at their disposal? And like I said, if, if you do this stuff, like I said, unless you're hosting a syndicated national radio show three hours a day between noon and three, you, you do it because you like it. Can you make a living? Yeah, yeah. as long as you got other stuff going on, yeah, right. on on the side. So, and and it's always good to see young people, smart people like you, Chris Spangle, some other folks, who you know love the medium, take it seriously, and really want to sort of pick up that mantle and run to it. Because I'm about to go listen to satellite radio. Because <laughs> well, because for <laughs> ninety is on nine. Well, for a guy like you, I mean, you're you like this, you like doing this, but it's probably cost you money to be in the radio business because you could make a lot more being an educator, an attorney, and and doing your indie politics stuff. I mean, the lovely Mr. Boss has made that clear from yeah. time to time. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, again, and I know you're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff uh, continuing going forward, but I just want to say before we get back into the program portion of the show, thank you for all you've done for me, and thanks for all the people you've influenced. And like I said, I grew up listening to you and kind of came of age as a broadcaster listening to you, so thank you for your, your influence over Oh, no, my pleasure. And even though the the evening show is uh, winding down, I'll be good just going back to weekends one to three, which ironically is where I started in the first place when I came here four years ago. And ironically, the weekday stuff was never really supposed to happen because I was pretty much uh, Saturdays once a week. That's enough 
Right. For yours truly. So. Okay. Uh, we were talking last segment about the Indiana Senate primary that's looming between Rakita and Messer on the Republican side. These other guys, there's two or three other guys that are in this race. Do any of them have the ability, if not to win, to make an impact? Um, I always tell people anything is possible, so you can never say never. I think it's unlikely. I think there may be one of the candidates who has the ability maybe to do a little bit more self-funding than the other two. And so uh, I want to say Nate Henderson, right. I think his name. Uh, he may have some resources. He may last a little bit longer than, say, some of the other candidates. But uh, what I what I am looking at is does a dark horse candidate emerge that is not the attorney general? Do you want to give us any names? Not yet. Okay. Very you good. You have to wait for the next cheat sheet, <laughs> which will probably be June 6th. Now, speaking of the cheat sheet, it's pretty cool. You, I, I was here at IBC last night, and you were in here, and we were talking, and I told you, I said, when is my next cheat sheet coming out? And it came out today, but it's pretty cool to know the political class. Uh, not that I'm political class, but the, you know, you know, the governor probably sits down and goes, I'm going to read this. I want to know what's going on. That's pretty cool to know all those people are like, when's it coming out? Let's put it this way. I don't normally disclose the list of my subscribers, but the governor's office does have a subscription. That's absolutely Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty cool thing to know that people sit there and not only do they read it, they wait for it. They're excited they, they about it. They wait for it, and then I can tell when it's right because I don't get a phone call. <laughs> All right. The other side of that race is Don Lee. We have Don Lee on the show quite a bit. Every time I talk to him for like eight minutes and I get done and I go, he didn't say anything. What do you? What did he say? He's a pretty slick guy. Um, it's not so much, well, that's any politician, but at the same time, Joe Donnelly's strength is that Joe, first of all, Joe's the nicest guy in the entire genuinely. world. Gen- genuinely. Joe, Joe Donnelly is genuine. I mean, and despite what the RNC tried to put out, you know, Donnelly doesn't do any work. Like, the guy works his butt off. And what Joe Donnelly's office does is they are really good at constituent service. They've been all 92 counties. You know, they'll give you a list of all the, you know, this person, law, grandma couldn't find the social security check. We were looking for this type of funding. They will. They work with local governments like it's nobody's business, and that stuff does pay off because it's all word of mouth. Because if, if you think about it, the 44-44 DR, assuming right. the Senate race is going to be tied, it's those people in the middle that are going to make the difference, and people like that tend to gravitate less toward you know the extreme rhetoric and more toward, hey, is the guy working? Is he getting stuff done? Is he doing right. things in Indiana's best interest? Is the average person politically aligned are they are they designed to be do they think of themselves as a republican or democrat or does the average person do they flip back and forth like maybe they vote for todd young but then they also vote for joe donnelly i will tell people the if you're elected official the person that you want to appeal to is my wife the most apolitical person in the entire world i don't think i'm speaking out of turn here my wife wouldn't get upset but this is my wife who voted for barack obama mitch daniels Greg Ballard, former mayor of Indianapolis, and state rep- Democratic state representative Cherish Pryor. And that and that is an interesting people would say that. And how could you do that? She votes for the person, not she for votes the party. For, she votes for people who she likes, and she will not vote for who she can't stand. That's, now, when you say that, how much does name ID come down to a person like her? Like, does she is she the sort of person who would say, I don't know a lot about this person, but I see their name? Or does she really look and say, I know what this person does, so I'm going to vote for them? She will occasionally ask me... <laughs> <laughs> honey, what can you tell me about this person? It's like, ah, well, the honey, he kind of owes me a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> and it, poker. the reason I ask yeah. is because a guy like Donnelly, what are they going to hit him on? Where they're going to say, well, he voted for Obamacare, he voted against Trump's nominees. 
I don't think that resonates with someone like Mrs. No, Shabazz. My wife does not care. I mean, she's more, she was actually more concerned about, you know, he voted for Obamacare, well, but you voted to take health care away from people. What did you do to replace it? Because my wife is in the healthcare business, and she'll be the one to tell you, hey, our current system doesn't work, but the more people who are insured, who have access to coverage, that's the less that the rest of us have to pay because they're not using the emergency room. I mean, if you're if you're an elected official you're, or running for office, you're expecting the standard rhetoric to work on the lovely Mrs. Shabazz. Trust me, being married to me for almost nine <laughs> years, she's got a pretty good BS detector. Now, the point of this that I'm trying to get to is that I think Rakita and Messer, because we saw this with Stutzman last year, it, I was shocked Stutzman ran because you've got this super safe congressional district where you're making 180 grand a year plus bennies plus you know insurance or whatever now i know stutzman wasn't taking congressional insurance but you get what i'm saying this is a super safe deal a guy like rakita super safe district messer pretty safe district these guys are putting it all on the line to try to get out of a primary that they only have a 50 50 shot at best of winning the general election it's called ambition uh, it's pretty big ambition yeah I mean, because at least like Stutzman had the family farm to go back to. What are these dudes going to do? Oh, uh, well, both are actually both are attorneys. Oh, so they'll be OK. Yeah, they'll be. They, I, I won't see them out here on the circle. Uh, no, you won't, the the, you won't see them with the sign. You know, we'll, we'll politic for food. Would you advise somebody like a Rakita and a Messer to run if they, if you were them, if you were one of the confidants of them? Maybe you are. I, I, I would always tell people if you're if you're going to do it, it's going to be, you know, you're I would, I would sometimes I would say the best time to do it is the seat was an open seat. Because when you're running against an incumbent, you're always running sort of uphill. And it's it's a vulnerable incumbent, but not a vulnerable vulnerable. Not with a capital V. I would say a small V. Right. Because yeah. I, I, like, I couldn't probably vote for a Donnelly just because of the, the Senate leadership he would represent. But uh, you will certainly never hear me say anything bad about Joe right. Donnelly's person because I like him. He's on our show all the time. Right. He's a nice guy. And that is something people need to take into account, which is likability. That's why Hillary Clinton is not president. I'm, I'm sorry, enough people didn't like you and enough in the right places to come out and give you the Electoral College victory. All right, our guest, the one and only Abdul, will take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the program, talk about a couple state issues. You're listening to Central Indiana today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with the one and only Abdul. All right, session's over. I feel like I was a big loser in the session. Uh, you were. I would. Uh, I had this radio show over here now on IBC, and I thought, oh, everybody will listen to me. No, I swayed no one. No. Uh, I think Crane. I think I flipped Crane, though, our own guy, so I did my part, right? 
Yeah, but is it a more? Are there any moral victories in politics? No. Okay. Not really. So I was, t- <laughs> so I was totally against the gas tax, and it passed. Mm-hmm. And I was a little. And, su- and, and by the way, you'll notice that if you look at the plan that lawmakers implemented, it sounded a lot like a column that somebody you knew wrote a long time. They're ago. stealing your ideas. You should sue them for plagiarism. <laughs> I'll take full credit for it. Look, here's the deal. Yeah. I Indot is the last group in the world I would give money to without accountability, and I feel like they just gave money and said, "Go, go, have at it." No, there. I hate Indot, yeah, and no. that's because I was a local government yeah, official. No, no, there's a lot more accountability uh, in this measure than than people think. And as I jokingly tell people, they say, "No, I don't want to pay a dime more in gas. Your gas just went up like what twenty five cents in the last two weeks. Where's where's the outcry?" We're, oh, we're, I did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> I'm still wearing shirts from five years <laughs> yes, ago, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. So, so there you go. I mean, it, does, does anybody want to pay more in taxes? No. But once again, the roads have to be fixed. I mean, you, you need the infrastructure, particularly when you're a date when you're a state that is the day's drive of 80 percent of the country's population. Something else to, to think about and ponder too is if you're not. For example, I know you are a big fan of, well, we can just take the money out of our existing budget and use that to fix the roads. Here's the problem with that. The truck driver that's licensed in Pennsylvania who drives I-80 through Indiana to go make the delivery in, in Iowa, why should the average person in Brownsburg or Hendricks County subsidize that truck driver? Because the money that you have to take will come from your schools, you know, your prisons. Yeah, your- but that dude's not stupid. They've got those gas buddy apps. He can stop at the at the state line and fill up and drive through Indiana. I mean, you're taking money out of the equation. No, actually, aren't you? no, actually, no. You're still you're you're subsidizing the out of state driver because remember, 25 25 to thirty percent of the traffic on Indiana's interstates is from out of state. I understand, but I'm and saying not, that not everybody's going to stop at you know Chicago or Louisville or Danville, well, they're not, Illinois. Well, they're not buying gas in Chicago. That's that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Damn fool would buy gas in my hometown right now. Get, get me started. But no, the point is, you know, I'm, I'm, gas taxes don't bother me because ultimately it's, it's the ultimate user fee. And by the way, the last, speaking of Chicago, the last time I drove to visit my parents, I did the math. It would have cost me round trip a dollar ten, which means my average cigar is twelve bucks. So I give up one cigar. Twelve bucks a yeah. piece. Yeah. Well, you're doing very well. Yeah, I give I'm up not one. feeling bad for you at all. <laughs> I give up one cigar. I can make twelve trips back and forth. To my is mom and the dad. risk Republicans run with this that they said the House made this? Uh, I admire people when they're honest about stuff. Like, hey, we got to do all these big infrastructure projects. The House was out there saying, "Tweet us your potholes so we can fix them." They've made it potholes. Let's face it, they're not fixing every pothole if you gave them $5 billion. Does the risk become now somebody goes, and the, uh, not the average person, but the media will make this a play now of, they said they were going to fix your potholes, you hit a pothole, we raise your taxes, government inefficiency, throw the, the bums the, out. The, the challenge is going to be for supporters of the multi-billion dollar, multi-year infrastructure plan to make sure that they deliver the goods, plain and simple. And already, I had a conversation last week with Joe McGinnis, uh, for the NDOT commissioner, which, by the way, I think you would like, Joe, because Joe is from local government. From down, he was former mayor of Franklin, Indiana. So if anybody understands the issues that local governments have had with NDOT, would be a former a former mayor. As a matter of fact, actually, it was a lot of the mayors working together that really got this thing through and passed. All right. Uh, one other big topic that I wanted to touch with you on is the alcohol uh, issue and we kind of thought maybe hey this is going to be a year where we have a big breakthrough in the summer study committee the rickers thing brought it to everybody's attention you're reporting today in the cheat sheet probably not um i think you i think you will have alcohol reform reform indiana's alcohol laws 
but it's gonna it's gonna take a while. A lot of us are thinking maybe two years uh, from conversations I've had, and it's looking more at four. Now, what, what is now, the, now, what now, is the delay? Now, now, please note that four doesn't mean that they're just gonna sit around and wait for four years. Then in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, okay, we reformed all of Indiana's alcohol laws. I think what you'll see is sort of piecemeal. What you got to understand is Sunday sales and cold beer in a gas station. That is low hanging fruit. Is it really? Yes, that's the easy stuff. What's the holdup then? Indiana's the problem with Indiana's alcohol laws is it's like an iceberg, and what you see is the stuff that's easy for people to talk about. Like I said, you no know, Sunday sales over here in cold beer. When we look at how Indiana's bought, how it's sold, how it's distributed, you know, look at the the permit system. You might saw the story in the Annapolis Star this past week about the six permits and fishers that went for almost a half million dollars. Pretty expensive. Half million dollars. Now, sold. you made the point because the legislators try to say, well, we're protecting the mom and pop people. And you made the point, ain't no mom and pops paying no, that sort mom of. Mom and pop. There were no mom and pops <laughs> over the alcohol board that day. <laughs> Trust me. It was all corporations and, and conglomerates who were getting ready to build stuff. Those are the people paying half a million dollars for, for alcohol license. But once again, you know, alcohol licenses are based on population, based on census, based on permit. There's, there's a whole permit and fee structure that really has to be taken a look at. Like I said, Sunday sales. That's the easy so stuff. I, I think if I get my Sunday says if I can buy my Long Island iced tea on uh, on Sundays, I think I'm okay. Maybe next year, well, maybe, well, maybe. Well, you can at the, at a restaurant. Well, no, no, I'm saying because I, I need to go pay the discount price. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing very well like you. I'm not smoking the twelve dollar cigars. I mean, next year, realistically, is this something that people will? It will be enough at the forefront of people's minds that we might get Sunday sales. I would not be surprised if you either get Sunday sales or or cold beer. I don't think you'll get both. But I will. I can easily see one of those happening, and uh, at the beginning of next session, as they, like I said, methodically go through the entire process. Abdul, great job as always. Where can people hear, read, see? You're everywhere. Uh, double like I said, WIBC. You can still uh, hear me during the week. After June 9th, it'll be weekend, Saturday from one to three. You can still follow me online at indiepolitics.org. I write for the In Forefront. A frequent contributor there. As a matter of fact, just Google Abdul Hakeem Shabazz, and that'll tell you where I am. All right. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's conversation, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana Today. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great week. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency 
or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? 
We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.